And so we're really entering into a tough time. And so when we have tough times, we really need to make sure that we're focusing on things that we're thankful for. Calling our sponsor. We are holding to uh, our steps and doing the things that we can to remain clean and sober and following after Christ. And so tonight we've uh, asked a few people to come up and share some of the things that they're thankful for. And so I'm going to invite Tiffany up to the stage. Will you guys welcome Tiffany as she comes up to share her story with us? Oh, got to hold the microphone. Hi, everyone. My name is Tiffany. I'm a grateful believer in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I came to celebrate recovery for childhood sexual abuse and complex PTSD. Oh, recovery has been one of the special gifts God has given me in my life. Walking through the doors of CR absolutely changed the trajectory of my life completely. Um, the Lord called me to these rooms to start healing and mending my broken heart and mind. My life as a living sacrifice to do my Heavenly Father's work and bring him glory and praise through it all and be a light for Jesus starts with the gratitude that I have for the debt Jesus paid to be my savior and the relationship I now have through the healing and trust I have in my Heavenly Father and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How could I not want to shout from the rooftops about his saving grace, right? Yeah. <sighs> How he saved me from the thick sludge, quicksand of darkness and despair the evil one had set up my life to live in. But the Lord had a different plan. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells me, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. This is one of the first verses I learned in recovery that I clung to for so many years. I still love it. Um, hearing the testimonies in recovery of the miraculous transformations that only happen through God's grace, power, love, and mercy gave me the hope that maybe one day God would heal me. Through the teachings, I began to learn about the sick dysfunction I had lived my whole life in up to that point. My Heavenly Father began to dismantle the lies I believed to be the truth about my life and who I was. I was loved in a healthy way for the first time without judgment or criticism by my spiritual sisters and mothers at CR. The Lord began my redemption and met me where I was. I began to see God's hand on everything in my life. He's carried me through and will continue to because I know his promises are real. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. There have been so many women that have poured into my life and helped me to develop the strong relationship and trust that I have with my Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ today. Thank you. Uh, when I once longed for death throughout so much of my, my life and to be released from pain, I now, I know, I now look at every day with such a deep gratitude for waking up with air in my lungs to speak of the goodness of God. I now rejoice in my weakness and hardships, because I still come. <laughs> because I know his love shines brightest in these spaces. I'm grateful for my recovery groups, for the ladies that walk alongside me in our recoveries, for the different ministries I have the privilege and honor of teaching about the gospel, for the people I come across in my path 
that either know the Lord and we get the chance to build each other up by being together and praising and worshiping him together, or even being able to share about the gospel with people who don't know him or are even against him. The woman I am today began to grow through the Lord's calling to begin my healing and redemption in Christ through recovery. So keep coming back. It works if you work it. Thanks for letting me share. My name is misspelled. Sorry. <laughs> I can't get a break around here. Hi, my name is Anne-Marie, and it's not spelled like that. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I'm celebrating recovery from alcohol. Hi. Okay. Um, let's pray real quick. Certainly, Father, thank you so much for this day, and thank you for bringing us here, Lord. Thank you for this place and the program that we have. And I thank you, God, that we can encourage one another um, and we can just listen to one another. Sometimes that's what we need. God, I just thank you for the fellowship, the sharing, and the great desserts after. And I just pray that you bless our time in your name. Amen. So I was asked to share how recovery has helped me be more thankful. And I wrote this out in second period today. So I'm going to read through this, okay? Um, before I tell you about how it's made me more thankful, um, I need to provide a little bit of background. I've been coming to CR since 2011, and I'd really like to tell you that I have 12 years of sobriety. But I don't. I'd like to tell you that the three DUIs I got brought me to sobriety? They didn't. I had always thought that since I hadn't physically hurt someone with my drinking, that I was okay and that I was working my recovery. But then 21 months ago, I injured myself and it was, it was the last time that I went out. I hadn't been honest with myself or my sponsor in recovery, and although I was very active in my 12th step in regard to service, I wasn't really working an honest program. It took me breaking my ankle on both sides, spending months in a nursing rehab hospital, and lots of time to myself to realize that I hadn't been working a rigorously honest program. And that was my wake-up call, otherwise known as my bottom. I've been working a rigorously honest program for the past 21 months and four days. I'm looking forward to two years, so sorry. Um, I've made an amends to my sponsor, to a close friend, um, 
and just completed an over one year ago started step study with some amazing ladies in Kenya. Um, I also became a sponsor to an amazing sponsee and just returned from a two week short term mission trip to Kenya where I had several opportunities to share impromptu with girls and women um, and I shared with them parts of my story, as well as my experience, strength, and hope. Recovery has given me all of those things that I've just listed. And the most important thing it's given me is a new life. Um, I wouldn't have all of those things if I was still in my addiction. I wouldn't have met the amazing men and women that I've crossed paths with or gotten a chance to hear their story. Never would I have had the opportunity to spend time in Kenya, of all places, um, and to feel the love of my stepsisters in Kenya when we hugged for the first time, and to have um, the new family of the group that uh, I traveled with to Kenya. Um, and they are so very special. I am so grateful and thankful for them all. I'm also thankful that when someone brings up something we did together, that I don't have to wince with shame or uh, over what that memory means or, or brings to my mind or wonder what I did because I have no clue. Um, I'm thankful that I have these moments to recall because they're my memories and only I could have made them. Recovery's made a difference in my life because it's allowed me to have the bad and the good days and times. And for that, I will always be thankful. And I'd like to share a couple verses with you. The first, uh, and that is James 1, 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Thanks for letting me share. Hey guys, my forever family. Can you see me okay? <laughs> um, I'm a grateful believer um, in recovery for sex addiction and codependency, and my name is Ingrid. I didn't know you were supposed to write something down, but that's okay. <laughs> um, oh gosh, where did where was I going to start? I'm so sorry. This sweater represents me. There's people in this room that have been with me since I was little and can really tell you that they've been through moments I'm not very proud of. But just like the Grinch, I was stuck in the stinking thinking and my heart was two sizes too small. I walked into re recovery in 2012 and what God has done in my life since then has just been 
phenomenal. But I walked in as a codependent, and I walked in basically looking at everybody, and I knew that everybody needed to change but me. It was all their issues. It was them. I had nothing to do with me. Um, and I kept coming every single week and seeing everybody just kind of, I would see their miracles happen. I would see them changing, and I would see them being set free, and I would just walk in every week just still in my stinking thinking and not changing and wondering when God was going to do that for me. And an amazing sister in Christ who's a recovery sister that I love very dearly who had already been through what I had been through gave me this amazing step. And she said, do your inventory, but you're going to start with everything that God has ever done for you, for you since the beginning of time. So I literally sat down and I walked through everything and everything that everything's done in my, God has done in my life. And my life just changed because my mentality changed. I was now focusing on what I was grateful for rather than everything that I'd ever been through and everything I didn't have and everybody that needed to change. And it was simply because I was focusing on what he was doing for me. And through that, he brought sisters alongside me in that first 12 step that are sitting here today that answered God's prayers when nobody could hear my cry. And they gave me things that I knew he was listening. And God created a miracle in me at that time. But I got selfish. And when I thought I was healed of codependency, I walked out and I started to seek myself. And for the last few years, I was working on Grinch. I was working on me. I was seeking self. I was seeking happiness and what made Ingrid happy. Not forget, not thinking of anybody else or did not caring of who I had to step on to get to where I needed to get to. Last year, something awful happened in my family and hurt somebody that I loved dearly. And I felt like I lost everything. And it was really hard, especially from somebody who's seeking all the success and wanting to be on top. And you would think I would have ran back in these doors, right? Because I had known, but no, I didn't. Instead, I was trying to figure it out on my own until I realized that there was nothing that I could do other than to truly surrender because I couldn't do it, but he could. So when I was left with no home for my kids and I, my business feeling like it was falling apart, feeling like I was just alone and not knowing where to go, I clinged on to him and I walked into these doorsteps in August of 2022. And what he's done for me the last year has been amazing simply because I surrendered and it all started with my mind because he began to renew me. I'm currently in a 12-step with amazing sisters and um, my biggest thing has been finding love, right? In the last year, the biggest thing that he's worked on is the love for myself. Um, I don't need somebody to tell me I'm beautiful and that I'm loved. I just have to look up. And he's been able to do that for me. And, um, you know, literally po pointing out my character defects the last few days that, as we've been working on Lesson 15, and I'm pointing them out, and for the first time in my life, I'm not like super sad, and I'm not feeling condemned, and I'm not feeling overwhelmed because he's done so much just in the last year, and there's so much more that he's going to do. But it's all started because he's literally, truly changed my mind. And every day I wake up knowing that if I simply have him, then I have it all. Thank you for letting me share. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a grateful believer of Jesus Christ and recovery for alcohol. First Peter 2, verse 25 says, For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd 
and overseer of your souls. I was reading this verse on October 5th, just a little over a month ago, and I took a picture of it and I was looking at it the other day and it reminds me, it reminds myself of who I am and it also reminds me of who Jesus is. I am someone who continually goes astray. I move away from the correct path. I work my recovery and I try to stay in my lane, but I swerve pretty often into other people's lanes. It's not so much meddling in their lives, but I find myself worrying about them and worrying about their choices, specifically my two kids. They just turned 21 and 18. (sighs) But it's not just them. I worry about what others think of me at work. Are they happy with me? Do they think I'm doing a good job? Why are they not talking to me? I worry about my wife and thinking, is she happy in our, in our marriage? It makes me think of, it's almost Christmas time and we always have these Christmas parties you know, here at the church and then she has hers at her school. And I tell her each time we go to, I say, baby, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be extra exciting, extra cool this time when we go. And it never fails. We get to the parties and we're sitting across from a couple and I'm like, hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> but I wonder those things often. But I will tell you, in the morning when I'm spending time with the Lord, he shepherds my heart, my mind, and my soul. Many days when I go to spend time with the Lord, I show up, but I'm not necessarily looking for him to take away my worry. My desire is for him to make things work out the way that I want them to. And that showing up, though, in the morning is all that the Lord needs because he begins to do the real work. He reminds me that he not only is my shepherd and oversees my soul, he is also the shepherd of my children, of my wife, of my coworkers. Therefore, I can give him the worry. That's the job of a shepherd. That's the job of an overseer to care for us, to care for me, how I need to be cared for, not how I want to be cared for. And I'm grateful for that, I'm thankful for that, for a God who sees the big picture, not just what I can see. I'm grateful that he's allowed me to be part of Celebrate Recovery because he knows and he knew that this is what my soul needs, even when I was afraid of it, even when I am still afraid of it at times. He is the shepherd and the overseer of my life. That's what I'm grateful for tonight. Thanks for letting me share. There's a screw up here. (laughs) Someone's gonna impale themselves on that thing. I hope that uh, you guys can find some stuff to be grateful for, some things to be thankful for. And I know at times when uh, we're at rock bottom and we're navel-gazing, as Rick Countryman will say, it's hard to take our eyes off of ourselves and to focus on the things around us, the things that we can be grateful for. And so uh, Psalm 100 says this, make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. And we are his people, 
and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to us, to all generations. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. You know why we play the music so loud? One, I'm deaf. (laughs) But because we need to make a joyful noise, and if we don't play it that loud, guaranteed you're not gonna sing that loud because um, I've heard you guys sing. It's, It's not good. I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. But we play it loud because we wanna be in a place of singing joy and excitement, and we do that. We sing that joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. I hope that when you show up in whatever role that you play on a Tuesday night, I was asked earlier how many people serve on a Tuesday night, and I was like, there's probably about 100, give or take, that serve between facilitators and everything that goes on. I hope that you can do with a smile. I know that when we were in the kitchen earlier, Mark was browning the meat and I was making the noodles and William was over chopping up the the lettuce and uh, crying over the onions as he was cutting them. Man, we were were smiling. Vance was running around doing stuff. We had a smile and there was joy. I hope that wherever you're serving the Lord that there's this joy There's this excitement there. I know that the, know that the Lord, he is God. Sure does sound like step two and three, doesn't it? Know that we're not God. When there's problems in my life, it's usually because I'm trying to control something or I'm trying to comfort myself. And that's a problem. And so it's knowing that God is God and I'm not. And that he has made me who I am. I don't have to be what other people think I should be. And that I am his, and I am a sheep in his pasture, and he's the one that cares for me and nurtures me and leads me and guides me and directs me. And then when it says this, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. When you come into the church, are you thankful? I hope you are. I hope that during this season especially, you can start to make that gratitude list. You can start making that list of things that you need to be grateful for. And if, in you, and if you are in a bad mood or you are angry or you're upset, you need to make double the list because that's what I found to help me out. Because I can come into church and I can be angry. I can be frustrated. I can be there was a bunch of flags on stage earlier today and I walked in here and I, I was like, why are all these flags here? We need to get them out of here. We got celebrate recovery tonight. Don't they know this? I can get frustrated. And so when we walk into church, we can be frustrated with things and may we walk in with a place of thanksgiving and give praise to his name. It says this in the last verse, for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And there was probably a year of my recovery. I did not believe that. There was a year of my recovery, my first year. I know, Scott, you're a pastor. I know. 
I didn't pick up my Bible. I was ticked. I was angry. I showed up to church because that's what you do. You show up to a church and you sit there with your wife and you be a good example for your kids. But I was ticked and I was angry and I didn't think that God was good because I was too stuck on myself. And it takes time for us to realize that God is good. He's pouring his favor out upon us. We're all breathing, we're all alive, and we're all sitting in this room. And God is good. And it goes on, his steadfast love endures forever. We can remember that God loves us, and he loves us today, he loved us yesterday, and he's gonna love us tomorrow. That's huge. And his faithfulness, faithfulness to all generations. God is faithful. Even when we're not, he is faithful. Even when you've had that relapse, he is faithful. So as you enter the holiday seasons, I challenge you, make that gratitude list. If you're really struggling, you're really hurting, make that list. Christmas, I hate it. Too much stuff in my life. I didn't want to face it. I hated it. I'd always be in a grumpy mood. I'd always get depressed. And my wife made me a different memory book so I could remember the good things in my life. And I started to pull that out of my office when I would start getting angry so I could remember the good things and be thankful and have a place of gratitude. So I challenge you with that. If you're online, here's our focus question tonight. What happened today, this week, this month, this year for which you are grateful? And share about that with your group, with your open share group uh, tonight. But let's stand and close our time out with a serenity prayer and then we will head off to our open share groups. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever the next. Amen.